Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of The Gamer Bridge. Uh, I'm your host, Starstorm. I am 26, and I come from Arkansas, United States. Before I begin, I'd like to explain a little bit about this podcast. So The Gamer Bridge is going to be a podcast of short length, which is sometimes called a microcast. Uh, people of all ages and all cultures come together to talk about gaming. I plan to have around four to five guests rotating out weekly and maybe sometimes having guests reappear on multiple episodes. Sort of decided to start this podcast when I realized that people don't really give enough credit to the way that games bring so many different kinds of people together um, and nobody's really taking advantage of that. So I'm hoping that the people with that said, hello, guys, would you like to all introduce yourselves? I guess I'll start. My name's SL Generation. I'm from Canada. I am 28 years old. Yeah, that's basically everything. Yeah, my name is Jukes. I'm from Bavaria in Germany. I'm 25 years old and yeah, I guess that's me. Okay, hi, I am Jin. Usually people call me Jin, but my long tag would be Jinujuna. I live in Germany too, and I'm 29 years old. Oh, look at that. All kinds you of different people. got a real boomer in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need one. There has to be a boomer in every group. Yeah, there has to be one boomer in episode. That would make sense, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So what have you guys been playing recently? Anything fun? Anything interesting? Well, I guess I'm I'm one of those people that playing Lost Ark all day, like 12 hours a day. Oh, yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, Lost Ark just came out recently in uh, the Western world. Um, it's been out in uh, Asia for, for quite a while, I believe, but it just recently released too long around here. So I'm still been really excited about that. It took them way too long to bring it to NA. <laughs> That's my biggest <laughs> gripe. I mean, you know, yeah, the thing is they had a lot of translation to do and probably that's, that's uh, the thing that took them the longest. That is fair. Uh, I just remember watching like the first Lost Ark video I, I watched was like, God, it would be in university. So let's say this was probably seven years ago. And then I saw like the video and it was actually one of the story bosses. Uh, I think he was like that yin and yang boss you fight. And like I saw the video, I'm like, bro, this is the sickest thing ever. Seven years later, I faced that same boss. Like, damn, a lot of my hype went away. <laughs> I still like the game. It's just funny how, uh, you know, when I first saw it comparing to when it actually released. I mean, it was seven years, but yeah. Yeah, I think it came out in Korea like six years ago or something. And in Russia, like two years ago, for whatever reason. I mean, there, oh, yeah. there were even patches from people themselves that translated the game for, like, in English from Russia to English or from Korea to English, and they still didn't manage to do them, the game developer, do them that self in, like, six years. But whatever. Mm. No, that is true. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, you know... It's just one of those things that MMOs just in this current decade will just kind of be weird. Uh, yeah. It's still decent, though, I think, for what it was. I think a lot of people, though, uh, I mean, like, I enjoyed it. I played it up until Elden Ring drops, and then I haven't played it since. But I was enjoying myself doing, uh, well, I did everything. So I did, like, the uh, Chaos Dungeons. What else is the, uh, the Monster Hunter fight? I always forget. Yeah, Guardians. Guardian Raids. And then I did, uh, I did the three first abyssal dungeons. And I was, I enjoyed it. Uh, I still didn't get to the point though, because I think my eye level was four sixty. So like my, uh, what would you call it? My item like upgrading percentages were still high. I can yeah. imagine, you know, like some of the people they're complaining that once you get to like right at the limit of like five ninety. And then your your upgrade chance just goes so bad and it gets annoying. Yeah. So like I never I mean, got to that point. But yeah. It, it it really is tedious. Today I got the achievement from from the honing fails. Like I failed fifty today. Oh 
That yeah. shit is uh, kind of annoying. But to be fair, yeah. I always played a lot of MMOs, and I don't think that the honing system in general is as bad as uh, gearing in, in other ge- MMOs in general. Yeah, I, I think there's people who say that, that at least it's not as bad as BDO. <laughs> so yeah. I think there's always people who like say that. Because I remember in BDO, I think from what people said, you actually have the chance of going down in levels. God. Yeah, I think in, in BDO, I mean, I played it for like 20 hours or something, but from what I heard is that your items can break when, when you try and upgrade them. So you basically lose progress. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if BDO does it the same way as New World, but I know um, New World, I mean Lost Ark, my bad. Uh, but uh, in Lost Ark, uh, there's like a lot of controversy, I guess, about how pay to win it is, which I think it's more common in Eastern games than Western games. But um, for example, in BDO, I don't think there you can really like buy currency directly like you can in Lost Ark. I awesome. I I wouldn't know. I just hear like anecdotal. Uh, saying about you know it's probably the same with um, BDO that I think you can actually buy stuff like resources, but mm-hmm. again I've never played, and I think you know just you know how much can you trust people over the internet to be honest with you, <laughs> so you know take that with a green, but I think it's about the same. Yeah, sure. I think it's not. I mean, you can probably argue about what is pay to win and what not. Oh, yeah. But in, That's in a general, whole conversation I, would, yeah. I would say it's more like pay to progress, I guess. It's not really pay to win. Mm. In fact, if you slide your credit card all the time and uh, trying to speed up the progress, you basically lose the whole sense in the game. You have nothing else to do than upgrading, and I don't know, might as well don't play it at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's like there's like people who say that anything is pay to win, and then there's people who are like paid for convenience, paid to progress, all that stuff. I mean, that, that again, like we could probably have the whole podcast topic on that <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's just just how insane that argument is. Uh, I mean, not argument, discussion, but yeah, yeah, it is interesting. But I feel like you wouldn't see that sort of thing, and like for example, you don't see that Final Fantasy. You don't see it in WoW. You don't see it in a lot of these other uh, MMOs that you would say were made by like a Western develop yeah. developer company. So yeah, Final Fantasy is probably the odd one around that one because it is Eastern. But mm-hmm. I guess because you know uh, how I see Final Fantasy fourteen is that it's really dependent on I forget who the name of the guy the director is Yoshi P. Is that his name? Yep, I think so. Yeah, he is such. Uh, he has such an influence on the game development. And he seems like the kind of guy who says, I do not want pay to win. So he's kind of like, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, the the, the board basically trusts him to like say, like, all right, that's fine. Right. Yeah, he has a lot of freedom, I feel, with that game. Um, especially because like the first iteration of Final Fantasy XIV failed really badly. Um, so they brought Yoshi P in and... Um, Apparently, he plays a lot of WoW, so that's sort of what he based a lot of the game around was his experiences wanting to sort of make it like WoW, the game that he likes a lot. So, yeah, I mean the uh, the new expansion for that just came out, right? Well, not just came out, December. Yeah, came out a couple months ago. Um, I've been playing it a little bit. I'm not a huge fan of MMOs though. So, yeah, I feel like. With this, this is my thing with MMOs is like I can't keep consistent with them. Like I enjoy like the press part, but then there's always this weird transition where it stops being fun and it feels like a job for me. Uh, kind of happened with most MMOs. I think the longest MMO I played with, and I never played. It's WoW. I never played WoW as a child, so maybe that's why. Like I only start playing WoW. Uh, start of uh, BFA, which I think oh, most people boy. say is a shit. Expansion. Oh, boy, so that's, that's probably, probably the, the reason of, why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's maybe part of the reason why I kind of dropped it, but I did play it for like two months and I enjoyed it. Yeah, you definitely missed the best part of WoW. There are some people that enjoying like classic and stuff like the vanilla. Oh, that yeah. I was never really into that, but 
the the overall best spot for WoW, in my opinion, was like in TBC or uh, Wrath of the Lich King. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean that's yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I know people. Yeah, people love that. They still play uh, classic. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, even before, let's say, like there was the official classic servers. Man, a lot of people spent a lot of time on those private servers. Yeah. I remember uh, Blizzard had to uh, took one private server down because they grew too fast and got too big. They had like, from what I remember, like 12, 12k players or something on a private server, mm, which yeah. was like completely insane. Yeah. yeah oh, and so they, they just took them down and wrote with lawyers and stuff and yeah, yeah. basically threatened them. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the only thing I said about my friend, because I told him the same thing, like, we had a discussion like i started playing wow he's like bro you chose the worst time to play wow you should play when it was <laughs> at least the legion be, uh, the expansion before was legion it was at least decent but like yeah yeah i mean legion was pretty okay yeah i mean I think, i'm a little bit biased with wow because it was my game i'm first got introduced to and basically grew up with so i mean that's fair Man, I, that's the thing. It's like it's just the time of MMOs back then. It was just different. I feel like if you just didn't play back then, you just basically didn't understand. I remember asking my dad, "Where like the Walmart? Like, can you buy me World of Warcraft?" And he's like, "Sure." He looks at it. It's like monthly subscriptions. No. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically what happened to me. Yeah, I think my first game was. Um... Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2, uh, my first MMO, I mean. Um, and, like, I kind of enjoyed it for a little bit, but I could never really get into it. And then um, ever after Guild Wars, I uh, tried WoW a little bit, didn't really like it, etc. So I didn't really get back into MMOs until recently. Um, before Final Fantasy fourteen got uh, really popular, I started around, like, maybe, like, a year before that happened. Um and went through the entire story and everything, which I don't know. I still don't really like the MMO format that much. It's a lot of story and then doing sort of like um, the same thing over and over. It feels like sometimes like the quest, you know, it's always just like kill three enemies or um, do a dungeon and then um, travel here, travel there. You know, do you ever get that feeling? Yeah, I get what you mean. For some reason, it didn't have that issue in WoW when it was leveling, but I really felt it in Final Fantasy XIV. I think the issues was, like, the early leveling part was pretty doo-doo, and mm -hmm. Final Fantasy XIV also has, like, loading screens between areas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I sure. know a lot of people always say, like, 1 to 50 leveling is just god-awful. People always say that. I mean... But yeah, but I mean, I, again, I was never really an MMO player. I'd never grew up that way. I'm also not a very sociable gamer, as in like when I play games, I usually want to, you know, not people there. Mm -hmm. I want to kind of just play by myself kind of thing. So you like single player games more? Yeah, I do. I actually play a lot of single player games. It's very rare for me to get into a multiplayer game and that be my main game. Uh, Last MMO and main game probably first year Overwatch. Then oh yeah, consistently watch me get angry and angrier as I play that game until I realize <laughs> like yeah it's not worth it. <laughs> I never played since. Uh, yeah, first year. I think when they released Doomfist, I like I played yeah, a bit that, of Doomfist. I liked it and like I dropped the game immediately. Yeah, that, like, that's a, a good after. time to stop though. After that, like everything went downhill. Yeah, that's, that's around where I started Overwatch 2. I think I played the Overwatch beta on the Xbox. And, oh. like, I remember I played McCree, and I, like, did pretty decently well, probably because nobody knew what they were doing in the game yet. Yeah. And then I came back, like, a year later, and I was just getting absolutely destroyed. And I was like, well... I mean, <laughs> yeah, because in a year in, people start, you know, like, people start forming metas, the game plans, uh, you know, just general tactics around... The game where versus you know like the first two months you could tell it was just a free-for-all mm -hmm. right and i did enjoy that early part the free-for-all 
mostly because you could get away with a lot of things. Uh, that was basically my honeymoon phase with it, was that first two months. And, like, I still enjoyed a bit after, like, you know, but it, it got kind of annoying having to, uh, you know, uh, coordinate with uh, teammates doing, like, what they want their game plan to be and whatnot. And, you know, if, like, one thing goes wrong, then the whole thing just breaks apart. God. Yeah, that's why Elden Ring is great. You don't have to deal with that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've I've really been enjoying Elden Ring. Uh, I finished the game, but I skipped some bosses because I hated my build. And I'm like, I'd rather just play these bosses on, like, a different build. <laughs> so that's what I did. Have you guys played Elden Ring? Unfortunately, I'm not really a, like, how do you call that type of games, like, single-player games in general? Yeah, games. I can't play single-player games at all. I mean, I'm just mm -hmm. so bored, like, I don't know, I have to either socialize with other people in games or, like, just click some heads, I don't know. I'm not interested in single-player games at all. Like, I mean, That's fair. Yeah, you're probably yeah. just more immersed into, like, let's say, like, a living world with other people. Like, even if you played by yourself, you still feel like yeah. you're part of, like, an online world. And that makes sense. I mean, I, I did play some single-player games, but they couldn't keep, like, my interest. Yeah. So I dropped them, like, a few hours in and didn't, didn't even finish the game most of the time. Well, at yeah. least you don't. Yeah, I was just going to say that they do feel a little lonely compared to multiplayer games. Nice. So what about you, Jin? Have you been playing anything lately? I am more like a casual gamer, not a hardcore gamer like you guys. Uh, so, But I'm also more like a multiplayer gamer. Uh, so, okay. so you're uh, like me. You're a hardcore yeah. chatter and you like to make fun of people who play games. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we are very tolerant. <laughs> no, so I, what I have played for many years now is like auto chess, especially the oh. um, Battle.net auto chess, the Hearthstone one, the okay. Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Uh, I don't know, I started it and then just stuck with it. It's kind of fun because you play it for yourself, but it's somehow with other people you could play it with your friends if you wanted to but you don't have to and you don't have to put all your focus in it you can do other yeah. stuff while playing it i love it it's awesome uh, I've, yeah i've yeah. enjoyed auto chess games I, I wanted to or auto chess auto battler games i want to get back one into it because man when i was playing uh god i don't know why i played the dota one but when i was playing it it was pretty zen Although I'm pretty sure that game's now dead, but yeah, I like to either yeah try the Hearthstone one or get back into the uh, team fight tactics. Yeah. Oh yeah, from League of Legends. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that one too, but I feel like this one needs a bit more focus. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because oh, there's fair. more stuff to interact with. Uh, no, that makes sense. No, they're pretty zen games, so I just enjoy that kind of. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And I really like puzzle games. Like, they, these are more single-player games, I feel like, but I enjoy puzzle games a lot. Not for the story, but, like, just solving puzzles and being engaged is something I like to do. Nice. Uh, there was one... Oh, God, I can't remember the puzzle game. Uh, mm -hmm. There's one that I played, and I don't remember, but I think you were, like, on an island, and you had... Uh, different puzzles to unlock in different regions oh god i don't I'd remember like, the like name. the room this is awesome or i'd consider the portal games as puzzle games too and these portal are awesome for sure. too yeah and uh we have played with online friends the escape room games like escape room sim this is fun too and this is even multiplayer so it makes it even more fun yeah yeah like games like those Yeah, I've um, so I I've never played like an escape room game, although I enjoy watching them. I mean, for obvious reasons, but uh, 
Yeah, I think it would actually be interesting to try a puzzle game. I feel like, I mean, an escape room game. The only thing that would get me to me is the, uh, I feel like those games also have uh, time mechanics, so they might stress me out. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're really fun. Like, as Jin said, we, we played it with, like, Mel and Yaki. Oh, nice. Um, and we had, like, tons of fun, and I'm probably, like, the biggest pepega in there, and I, still, <laughs> I mean, even I had my fun, so you know you can. It's it's really recommendable to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I'm very competitive when it comes to those types of games. I'm like, no, you guys, you have to listen to me. This is what you have to do. <laughs> no, you have to let them explore and it's also communication because you sometimes just don't know what the others found so you don't know the solution yourself and then it's all about communication and then it gets awkward when your friends just don't want to talk because it's always <laughs> awkward in the beginning it's awesome that's funny <laughs> Jin kind of likes when, when it gets awkward yeah, I love it did you guys ever play We Were Here? No. What? It's sort of. It's a. It's sort of like a puzzle game where you have to like escape this dungeon. Um, like so, it's like two people, and you can talk to each other through like a radio or whatever. Oh, and like, we were here. Oh yes, no, I played it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah so so yeah, and the basic idea is um, you basically have to use teamwork in order to progress because um, usually only one person has the key to the solution um, of the puzzle the other person's solving. So I always thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, the first episode is even free, I think. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I think they have three of those games now. Yeah. So any games you guys are looking forward to? Because I guess... Most of you guys probably, uh, well, I mean, maybe even like looking forward to watch. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah. I love the horror games like Resident Evil because they are kind of puzzle games too, but they are so spooky. I wouldn't play them any time in my life because they're way too spooky, but I love to watch other people play it because I never play it and there are puzzles in there. This is perfect for me. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, a lot of horror games are actually just a very puzzle mechanic. I can only play ones that have guns. I feel like once <laughs> there's no guns involved, I get too spooked because I have no way of fighting back. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't like running. <laughs> I get too immersed and I get, and I get too scared when I run. Yeah, so it's just a different vibe for me. So, yeah. yeah. So Resident Evil is like one of the only horror games I can actually play. Uh, I remember playing Outlast's people and that spooked the shit out of me. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I have trouble getting immersed in horror games enough to actually get spooked by them. Oh, fair enough. The no, VR I- ones though, they start putting them in VR. Man, that's a whole another level. <laughs> that's just too much immersion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Uh, yeah, no, man, I think I'm just probably just too big of a... But whatever. I mean, that's that's <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine doing something like RE7 VR. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even when I play Minecraft in VR, I get spooked. So I can't have, imagine <laughs> trying to play do a full playthrough of a horror game. No, the spiders. Help. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think they uh, talked about RE4 remake, although I don't know how legitimate that is. I remember there was like some leak from Capcom a year ago that like said every game for like the next three years. But, uh, wow. Yeah. Do you think yeah, that leak is trustable? I really forget what they mentioned in the post and why it was so trustable. I mean, I still don't trust it, but it was just interesting to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, because of the timing, I mean, I don't think Capcom has released anything for them to test the legitimacy of that uh, post. 
Like, the only thing they released, I swear to God, was... They redid Monster Hunter Rise for PC. And I think that one was more obvious, so you can't really use that mm-hmm. as, like, the litmus test for the thing. Yeah. Uh, it depends, though. I think uh, it counts what else they released this year. I guess the DLC, technically, uh, they're releasing. I guess that one might count, but again, that one's more obvious, too, so not really. Uh, it, I guess it counts what news we get from Capcom. I know they were mentioning people saying we should get RE8 DLC, and they might mention some other stuff about Resident Evil. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've never really played much of the Resident Evil games. Um... I did always sort of find them interesting, especially the puzzle aspect. Um, I always like escape the room type puzzles where it's like uh, you're stuck in a room and you have to like look for like the tiniest little thing to progress to the next step. Yeah, I mean, those like those those old horror games, like not older, but like the earlier versions of like Resident Evils were kind of like that, where uh, you basically get a key in this one like area in the level and you have to figure out where the hell this key goes to in the rest <laughs> of the level so you basically like, either like have some like crazy like puzzle uh you have like a really good puzzle brain or you end up like me having to like go try it on every door <laughs> until you find the right door <laughs> but, yeah. yeah just like brute force yeah yeah there was one game like uh, I forgot the name, but where where you could choose different I don't know possibilities in some situations, and that would influence the outcome. It was also a horror game, I think. Uh, that was interesting too. I liked the the style of manipulating mm-hmm. the results. Uh, are you talking about like Until Dawn? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Uh, Until Dawn was yeah uh, great. I played that one with my friends. Uh, the other ones seem pretty good too. The oh god, what do they call them? Dark picture anthologies. Yeah, those are pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I think again, I, I guess the nice thing about them, they have a lot of different settings. So one of those, like you might not like one, but you'll like the others. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. No, non spooky would be. Yeah, non-spooky would be like Life is Strange, right? This is like the same yeah. category. Yeah, uh, I guess, I don't know what you call them, narrative-driven games. I mean, uh, the robot one, which I always forget what that one's called. That one's pretty big, too. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name. God. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I'm such a huge fan of those. It seems like it's basically just like a movie, uh, but you sort of like choose the direction to go almost, right? Yeah, an immersive movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting to see like the differences between that and something like, um, what's the one that Netflix did? Netflix did something similar, but it was like on Netflix and you just chose options on the TV. It seems like those games sort of like that and it's like, eventually it'll be like a crossover where it's like this could be like a video game or it could also be an interactive movie it's not it's not quite uh easy to tell which one it is uh my my coworker he told me they were doing that with the black mirror episode and it's like oh really and then it turns out it was just one option you have in like the middle of the movie <laughs> i'm like oh that doesn't seem very Good, but yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Where you get more of these immersive uh, mediums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the one I was talking about was that Black Mirror one. Um, basically, just give you like two options. Yeah, um, it, just, it was just the wrong options. one. You just like immediately die or something. Which is funny because when I first heard the idea, I thought it would be more of like an actual like you know. Uh, one of these games, the uh, story-driven choice games. But mm-hmm. I mean, like two options. I'm like, I don't really consider that much of a <laughs> comparison. It's just funny because, yeah, I, I guess it's like one of those things is just mismatched expectations. I know that um, I think those like escape from the room games, 
um they have like vr ones now i think that's really interesting where you like because before it was just like a pc game right where you just like look around and you like try to click on stuff but now it's in vr so you're like literally looking around the object in vr trying to find like a secret hatch or secret opening or something oh yeah i i get i get what you mean if it's vr i guess those puzzles can probably get a lot more creative Mm -hmm. just because of the way that you could probably have different uh i want to say view angles but maybe perspective is the way a better word on how you'd uh interact with objects and figure it out so yeah yeah i think it's it's very interesting i think there's a lot of like uh possibilities there so. yeah. i always like those kind of things and you can get physical puzzles like that too um like those little mind teaser puzzles and they're, they're pretty think, expensive. They'll be like $2,000 or whatever, but you can get like a custom-made wooden box and you have to like press around on it and like tug on it and try to see. Um, yeah, I've seen those boxes. The center. Those are pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like being able to do it through video games or through VR, um, you're able to like get that same experience almost, but you don't have to pay like $2,000 for it. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, no, that's... That makes sense. So, is there anything you guys are looking forward to playing? I know Elden Ring was like the big release that a lot of people were looking forward to, but now it's like, well, yeah. what now? <laughs> uh, the only, I mean, I mean, there's like always like these smaller games here and there that I, I do look forward to, but if you're talking about something like Elden Ring, the only other possibility is God of War sequel, if that's releasing this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's releasing this year. And then there's like smaller games for me. Again, like I'm just single player Andy, so I always like pay attention to these things. But there's a uh... God. I think it's called Ghostwire. I I could be wrong. And then there's actually the Chaos game from Square Enix that I was actually planning on playing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I enjoyed. Uh... I guess I enjoyed the first fight. I did not like the second fight, but I guess it's worth a shot for me to try and hopefully I like the game. And I have played, I mean, it's from the same company as Nio, Neo. So <laughs> I did enjoy those games. So I'll probably try out this one. Cool. Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to any games per se, but there's a lot of games that I want to play that I haven't had time to play yet. This whole month has been kind of. Sh- that issue where like there's actually five different games that all released at the same time it's just you know i was busy with irl stuff and then like i can only focus on one game so i kind of have to leave those on the back burner because i want to try sifu and i haven't had the chance to try it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's pretty crazy month aren't you a moba player star um like <laughs> a League of Legends enthusiast? No, not anymore. I just, <laughs> he got depressed from League of Legends. He got very broken. dark very quick. <laughs> I, uh... I actually like. There, there was like that League beta that happened on Twitch, and I'm like, I really want to play, but I knew if I started playing, I'd be in the exact same boat where I just end up hating myself in the game. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just not worth. <laughs> yeah that, that's basically the point i got to last night um so i watched like i want to say like maybe 30 35 youtube videos on how to play league and like exactly like what you're supposed to do like how to play the meta um how to like play towards the macro style of the game and like the overall state of the game in order to manipulate it so that you can win and so I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm so ready. So I went into League, uh, did my placement matches, got put in, like, Iron 5, which is pretty much the lowest one you can get. And just just um, so that everybody knows, like, what this means is it literally costs more money to buy an Iron 5 account than an account that is like extremely high elo and like grandmaster because it's so difficult to be bad enough to get into iron five. Um, so So you sold your account and now you're rich. (laughs) Unluckily. No, what I did was ruin the account because I very slowly climbed up to bronze, like two 
played 15 games and could not get the bronze one. I just kept fluctuating between bronze three and two. And then one game, I was like, I was getting kind of close to bronze one. And uh, all of my teammates went like zero and 10. I was just like, dude, I can't do this anymore. So I just uninstalled the game and uninstalled all the little support applications and everything. I was just like, no, I'm done. (laughs) Interesting. I feel like League is one of the games where people return to. I don't know why, but like the people who played it a lot, they give it up and then... A few months, I don't know, sometime later, they just return. Yeah, that can easily be explained by a phenomenon called Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's probably something along those lines, you know, just addiction. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's a very addictive game. Yeah, Because what it does is, like, every 100 games, you get a game where you just absolutely smash everybody, and it feels so good. You're, like, one-shotting everybody on the enemy team. You're just absolutely demolishing, right? Yeah. And yeah. then you have 100, like, terrible games after that, just wanting to have that one really good game again where you can feel like an absolute god, you know? Yeah, the, like, I was gonna say, it's, like, it's probably, like, uh, multiplayer games, like, competitive multiplayer games. There's probably, like, it's probably one of those things that can only give you like give you so much more dopamine compared to other types of games that like it quickly becomes addicting and you're like it's just something that you can't get from other games so you just end up with these people who are like you know because of that dopamine rush they can only play that one game Mm -hmm. they're like constantly trying to like chase that high it's fine uh just don't become one of those people who like self-destruct their own life trying to play one game and i'm not saying you are star i'm just talking about like the weird one percent of people who actually play this game yeah and you, uh, you know what the like funny yeah. the game has a funny way of drawing you into it yeah um when i was in college my roommate played league and mm-hmm. um yeah he pretty much ruined his life playing league let's just say i won't say his name or anything but uh yeah, yeah, he basically just played League 24-7, never did his homework because he was like so, I think he was like silver or something. He was like so into it. He would always be like screaming at his like little laptop computer and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I just don't think college is for me. It's like, dude, that's because you play League all day. You're getting an F on like literally everything <laughs> yeah. you do. I, I heard, I heard, uh, uh, what was it? I think, well, she used to be a friend of mine. I guess we're not friends anymore, but, uh. She told me her she, she she had such a bad time with her ex because she, he was addicted to League and he never wanted to spend time with her because he was wanted to grind League. <laughs> yeah, man, that that game has a weird way of drawing you into it. Like I saw that and I was like, dude, I'm never playing League of Legends. Look at what happened to this poor guy. And that's what I told myself. And plus, he was really annoying. I was like, dude, I'm not playing that stupid game. This guy just yells all the time. Yeah. But somehow I ended up like, you know, having it installed one day, you know, just played a little bit. Yeah, I played a bit with some like friends of mine back in. This was probably like last year of high school for me, so probably like 2012, 2013. And I stopped playing when I got into college and I enjoyed it playing with friends. I don't I mean, there's I think one or two times. That I tried getting back to League. I also tried to get into Dota, but I can't play this game solo. I, I honestly can't. Uh, I get to the point where I just get depressed because other people start playing me. I'm like, yeah, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the, I don't have the thick skin to handle getting flamed online. <laughs> oh yeah, League is super toxic. Yeah. So yeah, this is basically what happened. But isn't almost like every online game super toxic? Same yeah. thing in WoW, same yeah. thing in Overwatch. Like, yeah, just... it is. And I, so I think that you're right about that. But I think the problem is with the league is that if you're stuck in a match, you're just stuck in that match for like you know, an for hour. a long period yeah. of time. <laughs> and like you could, and yeah. you could like maybe yeah, if your I team surrender, that, yeah. sure. Uh but if they're flaming you, the chances are they're not going to surrender. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it happens to me with, like, MMOs, too. Like, you know, where, like, you know, like, you're in a dungeon or you're in a raid. And then, you know, like, they call you shitter. But I feel like 
that issue again because I guess you're locked into a match with them is like an issue that's multiplied by like so many times. Like even then this like Lost Ark is like this is one guy who is like hitting on me for like well not me but us in general for not understanding mechanic. And we tried like three more pulls and guess what? That took probably five minutes and then we're like, yeah, GG, we'll just try again with a different group, right? Mm-hmm. So like that, that's basically what happened. It's like it was just more of like a five minute commitment of some guy getting uh, with you. And then the next group we tried it. I feel like the problem with League is like that's now like a twenty minute process, at least. And then uh, you know you get on to the next match, and if that one's bad, then you're stuck in another twenty minute process of some guy on you. Right. It's such a team player focused game that a lot of times, whether you win or lose, is based on your team. Even if you yeah. do really well, I mean, unless you're like, uh, like a professional player, league player, or something, you're probably going to struggle to carry your your team if they're um, yeah. losing pretty badly. So, it makes it that much more frustrating for you and for everybody else. And then when you get flamed, when you're the one that's not like losing, you're the one doing well. It's just like ah. Like, you can see why League becomes so toxic. It's just everywhere. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Like, you just get flamed even when it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. And, like, the worst person flames you. And like, I guess it comes from a a, uh, a place of insecurity. Or maybe right. they just like being toxic. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure people like that exist, too. So, yeah. It is what it is. That's why it's called a toxic cesspool. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that, you know, a lot of the streamers that play League of Legends are also very toxic. Yeah. Tyler1, for example, he's always getting, like, chat-restricted, like, banned from League and stuff. And then he just makes a new account. And he's like, oh, Yeah, that's true. He's, uh... Well, I don't watch much about him or know much about him. Uh, I heard he's slightly mellowed down, like, slightly. As in, he doesn't get his banned as much as he used to, but... He still yeah. kind of is. Yeah, no, I, I, I watched him recently. He has not mellowed out. He said that. Oh, okay. I think he tried to be mellowed out, but he's not. He got chat restricted for uh, calling people the R word. So. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, never mind. Again, I don't watch much about him. I just hear stuff about him like, oh, he, he got... Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if he's right challenger. No, I yeah. just not, it's more about his accomplishment, not about... Yeah. I guess... Yeah, maybe I don't know where I got the idea was reformed, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's actually that's not true because there are, I guess, professionals in other games that are actually way more, I mean, less. Sorry, way less toxic. Right. I'm trying to think of all the people I know who play League, like main that game and stream it. And you're right, I can't think of one that uh isn't. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's actually one of the reasons because I mean, I would say I'm 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 fairly competitive when it comes to MMOs and like online games in general, but only if I play with friends. I'm just not going to play competitive modes like rankings or stuff like that at all when I'm alone. I'm just going to queue with mates because I can't deal with any toxicity anymore. It's just ridiculous. No, that makes sense. Uh, again, I don't know how much. So that's the thing with MMOs. Even then, is like, unless you're doing something where you're just constantly pogging, which I feel like is just the shittiest way to experience an MMO. Uh, I feel like you'd most likely just end up being in a in a guild, right? And I guess there's guild drama and whatnot, but yeah. I mean, I feel like it'd still be better than pogging. Yeah. I mean, I met like some of my friends. Through, yeah. through a guild when I started WoW and 12 years later I'm still playing with the same people yeah, like there every you game. Go. Yeah. Again, I think uh, you know, you're probably a long time MMO player, so again uh... Yeah. I mean, I started playing WoW when I was, I was like I don't know, like 12 years old and now I'm 25, so 13 years ago. It's like you can imagine how, no, much, that's how much time. Yeah, I spend it's in not the game. even like I mean, like there's a time investment for you, but even then, it's like I, I still think about it. It's like it's just way a way different vibe with MMOs back then. Like 
from like what people say, it's just was way more sociable just because of the way you had to play the game back then. Mm-hmm. So it was also one of the few ways to socialize online like that. You know what I mean? There wasn't like Twitter and all this stuff to meet people. Yeah. No, that's true. Like you said, uh, not be. Yeah, it's like even back then, it's like even if you compare it to other games, like people like they used to play CSGO and they used to like always go into their like one, uh, not CSGO, but like old CS, right? Mm-hmm. And they always go into like their server and they just play that every day. So you always meet up this uh, same people who also join that server. Right. It's, it's, just, it's like, yeah, it's just gaming. Uh, social gaming was just way different back then. Yeah, I remember. So funny. I don't know why I did this. So I. Planet Side 2. It's a pretty old game. Um, I think it's still pretty popular with a lot of people, but. Um, I remember I, I installed Planet Side 2 and, and played it some. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to join a guild and I'm going to like play this like hardcore a lot. So. I went found this like huge guild called Angels of Death and I was like, okay, I'm gonna like send in this application. I had to like fill this like really long application of like three pages of like why I should join the guild and everything. I'm gonna make a few assumptions. Angels of Death, I think there's some weird RP no, I wanna say RP. There's like a slight amount of RP, but there are hardcore uh Planet Side 2 guild and they take their shit really seriously. Yes. Yes, okay. definitely. Yes, All right. They basically RP like the like military terms and everything, from what I could tell. Oh, I already, uh, I already do. Just based off of you saying the name of the guild and the fact they ask you for a request for. It. Yeah. So, like, and this is a huge guild. I mean, like, um, when I went to the very first meeting, there was like a hundred people in team team speak. So it was just pretty. It was pretty dang big. So yeah, I did get accepted. And I played like one game with them. Like we got in Planet Side Two. Like this was like a huge guild. So there was like a huge convoy. I don't know if you played Planet Side Two before, but it's sort of like a it was like a massive multiplayer online game. But it's sort of like uh, like Battlefield or something like that, where there's like a lot of players and you're all fighting over control of like one area. Um. So there's like sixty people. Um on planet side two in this clan and we there's like this huge convoy of people and they're like split into like squadrons and stuff with like squadron commanders and everything and like they're playing like super hardcore and like i died once i was just like i i I don't know if i could do this man i don't i don't know if i'm ready so like that was the that was the only game i ever played with them i went through that whole process to get accepted went to their like mandatory meetings and everything played one like round of plant side two and then quit and never talk to him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you could already tell how much of a commitment something like that would be. And you're like, yeah, I'm not ready for it. Yeah, I was not ready. I mean, based off of Angels of Death, I just assumed they were going to be some weird 40k role-playing guild where they all just pretend like they're space marines or some dumb shit like that but that'd be too much of an assumption for me yeah i don't think it was much of an rp guild but it was definitely very hardcore but they definitely wanted to win (laughs) okay that's fair yeah so that was pretty much my only experience with guilds and i never really joined a guild after that ever again (laughs) in gaming oh that's traumatized yeah, I don't think all guilds are like that. I think, again, uh, I guess that's the thing, is that there's so many different ranges of guilds. So you, if you probably join like a competitive guild in WoW, you'll probably end up in the same place as what you were with that Planet Site 2 guild. I feel like I joined, when, when I was trying to, when I joined a guild in WoW, it was more of like the opposite direction. They're like, we're probably of a chill uh guild and they're pretty nice pretty friendly people uh but you know i guess it really depends on what you really want to do with uh your guild right Mm -hmm. for some people like a chill guild probably wouldn't be good for them because they want you know to be they want to give like 100 percent effort i mean 
Yeah, these days is mostly like uh, I can only talk about WoW, and in this case, there's like uh, websites like Red.io where you can. It's it's basically a, a ranking system like raid logging from, from Mythic Plus also, and you also can register your your guild in there and send applications through there, so you don't have to make your own website anymore and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I joined like one guild on because when I was twelve years old, I couldn't afford like the monthly subscription and wow. So I only played on private servers and I joined this one guild and like uh, a few years ago we all went together again and started playing again. So we we all were like 10, 10 around, so 10 or more people and we were like fairly competitive in WoW but we never went like full on going and started raiding and stuff. We just did our own thing and yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well, I think it's about time to start wrapping this up. So, any other last topics you guys want to talk about? I mean, I got nothing. Um, well, I want to thank you guys for coming on. I think it was uh, pretty interesting. I think we talked about a lot of different things. Uh, but, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to say before we end? Uh, thank you for inviting me. Uh, energized my morning, so <laughs> should be good for the <laughs> rest of Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was fun. It was a blast. <laughs> um, to everyone listening, uh, thank you for listening to the end of this podcast episode. Uh, I'm thinking the schedule will probably be uh, maybe once every week or two weeks, uh, depending on how many people, how many guests I can get on. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you, guys. See ya. All right. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.